0: welcome to a special edition of the half report i'm your host Tosh mafuni and in this special edition it's a bit of a first in that i'm talking to an actual listener to the half report who just happened to be visiting the lazy turnip and came up and introduced himself to me his name is Cassandra. he is a gnome and Cassandra, welcome to the show Thank you for inviting me, good sir.
1: An absolute pleasure to meet you in the flesh.
0: Well, I I just want to tell you I, I thank you so much for coming up and introducing yourself. We both happen to be downstairs at the turnip, uh, having a little something, and uh, thank you for being a listener and for coming up and introducing yourself. I, I got a chance to get to know you a little bit when we when we talked, and you were so interesting. I said I got I got to get this guy on the show. Um, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about your it, one second? let me get the mic a little closer to you. you know we, we had this problem when we had uh, Frasley and uh Trissa brass on. uh let me get that mic down a little closer to you is that is that comfortable? are you good yep, yep
1: that that is fine Good, sir. Thank you. I could oh. have got on the table if need be but this this is
0: more you're okay. comfortable <laughs> so I thank you okay, so. Cassandra, tell us, tell, tell me, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, as you've correctly said,
1: my name is Cassandra. I am an ambassador and investigator for the glorious city of Nomegan. Um, it's not as glorious as it used to be, but we're working on that. That is um, part of my job. I am to gain supplies and support to try and regain the city from the denizens that took it over. Um, It means I get to travel quite a lot. Um, I'm always normally busy, so I don't get to see the fun side of life. But um, now that there is peace, so to speak, it's given me more time to explore the world of Azeroth
0: and visit wonderful places like right here in Harfield. So that's... uh, We chatted a little bit about it, and I thought that was really interesting, and I want to get into what you do for nomorgan um uh, by the way i mentioned Frasley and trissa tosselbrass you don't you don't happen to know them do you
1: I, I probably know them in passing i'm not someone i talk to i don't spend much time in nomorgan at the moment um but i am aware of the names indeed
0: okay i did they, is that offensive that like oh, no, all all gnomes, gnomes know each other no, no that's not no, no. i'm sure you get it yourself with all pandarvans so not as much as you'd think. Not as much as you'd think. Um, so I want to get into. It sounds like you have really a fascinating, uh, fascinating job with no Uh But and you sort of touched on it. What actually brought you to Hafil? Well, being a, an ambassador and investigator,
1: I'm I'm on the road quite a lot, um, investigating issues that. Something may impact gnomes on the road, but also, as I said, gaining supplies. And, well, whenever you say to someone, where is the best produce? Everyone says Harville, especially the market. And obviously, listening to your show, you're always extolling the virtues of the food and produce here. So it seemed a logical place to go to maybe try and get some food for the intrepid people that are delving into Gnomeregan to try and recover it. They like Pandaren food in Gnomeregan. To be honest, we love any food in Gnomeregan. But Pandaren food, (laughs) the crops we have heard of are absolutely, well, top notch. No offense to those from um, the Elwynn Forest. But you do have quite a renown for your um, produce.
0: Well, you know, here in the Valley of the Four Winds, I mean, we do have wonderfully fertile soil and we produce some wonderful, wonderful produce. Uh, of course, professor Talib has spent uh, quite a bit of time in Stormsong song Valley, which from, I I've, I've haven't been myself, but from people that I've talked to, they said, reminds them remarkably sometimes of the Valley of the four winds. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm so glad. And I'm so glad that this brought you to half hill and that you and I met. So let's, Talk, but, uh, by the way, I, I, you know, you know what? I have to ask this question. You have, I, I've, I've spoken with as I, as I mentioned, a couple other gnomes. Uh, I don't have a lot of gnomes in my acquaintance. You have a remarkably uh, resonant voice for a gnome. Is is that is that typical? I don't know a lot of gnomes. Um, actually, no,
1: it's not. Um, do you know much about the history of Nomerigan? And how I know a bit. To problems.
0: I, I well, know a bit. Why don't you share? Why don't
1: you share? The fair city was invaded by these creatures called trogs, ugly denizens that like killing people for the fun of it. And not very friendly at all. And it was decided by someone that our leader trusted to maybe pump the lower levels with gas to kill them. It turned out that this person wasn't actually on the side of Gnomeregan too much. And the gas raised up and unfortunately led to the death of many gnomes. Oh, the I was lucky to, as a child while there, I was got out of the city as the gas was coming up. But the gas still affected me and it affected my vocal cords, thereby giving me a slightly deeper voice. It has led wow. to a very funny instance, though, where I'll say hello to somebody and they will turn around and expect someone eye level with them, and suddenly find themselves <laughs> looking down at me. Though I will admit, it does have its benefits. The ladies seem to like the deeper voice, shall we say. But um, we've, oh. we've, uh, we'll touch on that another time, perhaps. Um, a gentleman never tells too much.
0: Uh, uh, okay, I'm kind of intrigued, and we're going to get back. We are definitely going to come back to that, but we are definitely going to come back to that. So... So it, it's not typical. Uh, it 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 sounds like uh, it it does have some advantages, especially in the area of romance. And and I promise you, I'm going to come back to that because I'm I'm intrigued.
1: <clears throat> Let's I talk
0: say, about. I, I try not to say too much about such things, sir, but gentlemen and all that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I will. I will. I tell you what. Feel at liberty to change any names uh, to protect the 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 modesty of whoever you want to protect. I find
1: it not to give names at all. It's probably safer.
0: Ah. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? You sound like an ideal ambassador. So you're out on the road collecting supplies in the role of as an, uh, an ambassador and. The, 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 you know, the produce and the food brought you to half And again, I am thrilled that it did. Um, what other, what other role do you, and it, when, when you and I were talking down at the lazy tournament turnip, um, you sort of identified yourself as both an investigator and an ambassador, uh, and first of all, you, you have, you're perfectly charming. I think you're an outstanding ambassador. Oh, well, thank tell you, me that. more about the, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I thank you for that. It's uh... Oh, thank you. Uh, so tell me about more about your role as an investigator.
1: Yes. Um, I touched on this briefly just now. Um, unfortunately, gnomes being the size we are we're often looked down on so to speak by other races and sometimes we are mistreated and abused and as an investigator I go to resolve some of these issues um, whether it's through diplomacy and getting maybe fairer treatment for my people or in some cases to find out what happened to groups of my people um, who may have disappeared through to nefarious means. Um, This has led to me having to pick up a few skills of a more stealthy nature. Um, But sometimes the only way to get to the bottom of a mystery is to maybe enter a premises without people knowing.
0: So that is really interesting. So the one gnome that I know very well and have spoken to uh, quite a lot is Brother Cadfile. Uh, Brother Cadphile is a uh, uh, retired. He lives in the Tion Monastery, and uh, he has a uh, he has a dear dear friend who is an investigator, and uh, she. And uh, her name is Gadget, and uh, she investigates mysteries here in Azeroth. And uh, it is, and she also has a bit of a from from what I have heard from CAD file. She also has a unique set of skills. In, I, and,
1: I may be aware of the young lady in question. Oh, really? We may so, be part of the same diplomatic service, shall we say. No kidding. I have not met wow. her personally, but um, her name does come up when I'm discussing missions.
0: No kidding. I, you know what? I We're going to have Brother Cadfall back on the show again soon. I am definitely going to ask him about that. So you not only go investigate mysteries but are you actually seeking to mete out justice if you will let's say because if something bad has happened to gnomes or a group of gnomes
1: uh, let's just just say that it is um sometimes necessary to gain recompense for what has happened and sometimes financial recompense is not the ends to the means um wow I, due to s- secrecy rulings, etc., I can't go into too many details, but I may have had to deal with situations in a more permanent manner, shall we say.
0: Oh my, okay, all right. So that, that would explain the daggers. All right, okay. <laughs> Which well, I noticed. Myself. You know,
1: just because yes. there is peace does not mean that there is an end to
0: conflict. So let's so that's a good, that's a good segue uh, into what I think is our next topic. You know, and on, on uh, we've had a number of different races and individuals on the show, and one of our big topics has been on previous shows, uh, what people thought was going to be necessary to bring peace to Azeroth. Now, at least for the moment, Peace seems to be here. Uh, they are uh, there, at least right now, there is no direct conflict, uh, no ongoing conflict between the Alliance and the Horde. Has that changed your role? Are you, uh, that, that, what, what kind of difference has that made in your life? Uh,
1: well, for a start, I can have some time off and explore a little bit, which is quite nice. <laughs> um, I was heavily involved <laughs> in the conflict. Um, as you can imagine, my skill set was perfect for getting behind enemy lines. Though, oh. I personally, I wish it hadn't come to that. Um, we all fought together so well against the Legion when it invaded, as you're aware. Yes. That, and suddenly, we were to each other's throats again. And it was quite saddened to know that people I had met through my field of work we're suddenly on the opposite side of the battle. Um, oh. Though I am pleased to say that not all of us fought each other. In fact, I have a common group that we look after the welfare of children in Azeroth, but it's made up from both sides of the of the faction divide. In fact, my partner in crime, for so to speak, is actually a blood elf, and we really we look after both. After war, there are there are um, orphans from both sides who must be looked after. So, but now, hopefully this peace will last, even though there are rumblings of
0: some dissatisfaction amongst some of the leaders. Wow! Now I want to you you very briefly mentioned uh, looking after uh, orphans. I, I don't mean to touch on a sensitive subject here, but. Uh, you were, you described your experiences as a, as a young, uh, young gnome in Gnomeregan. There's just no good way to ask this question other than to just ask it. Are, are you an orphan yourself? I am. Yes, I, indeed. Uh, my oh, parents dear. unfortunately did not survive
1: the incident in Gnomeregan, um, However, the leadership of Nomergan on seeing what had happened did set up some very good homes for us and cared for us and gave us a good education. And it was through that that I joined the diplomatic service. My skills were noticed in the education. But it does mean I I understand where these children are coming from. They've lost their families. I, I do have an uncle, but he's uh, let us just say he was not deemed suitable to raise me due to his um, <laughs> he he his sanity is not always there too much. He loves playing with fire too much. Oh dear. Okay, <laughs> he's a fire mage, so it fitted in nicely for him. But um, so they decided that maybe an orphanage would be the better place for me rather than put me in a house with him. But it wow. does give me an insight to orphans. And um, sorry, I thought you were about to say something. There, good sir. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. It is actually how my Blood Elf friend and I made friends. We got talking in the the halls of the investigators and scouts during Legion. And it turns out that he actually is an orphan as well. And that is where we grouped together to create this group that we have of both Horde and Alliance that go out helping orphans, visiting orphanages, etc. Um... But it is sad to know that there are so many orphans. There have been many conflicts recently, which all across Azeroth, unfortunately, which have met many children bereft of loving families.
0: Well, you know, our uh, our travel correspondent Velmek, and his uh, and his wife, Dowlin, you know, they adopted an orphan. Were you were you aware of that?
1: Yes, um, having listened to your show, um, actually, Master oh, okay, sure. Velmic has actually helped open up the world to me a little bit to visit some of the places he has explained. But it is so lovely to see that they am, and hear of the success story of them adopting this lovely young lady.
0: She I, is. A little, little Alice could do that. Little Alice is just an absolute delight. And uh, yeah, you know, Velmick Uh, He actually, you know, actively sought her out and uh, I won't repeat that story because you're familiar with it and and listeners to the show are familiar with it. Um, But that's just, you know, and that is just wonderful. I am so fortunate to. He is so uh, proud of her. You can tell when he talks about her. Oh, he really is. He really is. And uh, she, of course, is very grateful to be, you know, to be living with a loving family. And it is just absolutely wonderful that uh, that that's something you actively do because you're right. Conflict uh, unfortunately results in a lot of orphans. And to know that there is a group out there actively uh, out there looking after the welfare of orphans and getting them to orphanages or assisting them in whatever way they can, that is just delightful. And the world is a better place because of it.
1: It also means having to help rescue them sometimes. Um, I don't know if you're aware of the situation with the Ashvanes in Baralis. Um, It turned out they were actually using child labour in one of their factories and mines. Um, we, oh, dear. We've managed to deal with that, and we've rescued many children um, with the help of allies within Boralus and the Kul area. But it was quite a shock to see the conditions. Some of them were being housed in so, so again, you
0: actively yes you actively went out and and freed these uh oh. these children from a, a child labor situation it is
1: one thing we do not stand for is those that would abuse children and force them to work in such horrible conditions
0: you know i don't i don't know if you heard uh Rizak, uh actually uh, he's an orphan himself uh, and grew up uh, hard scrabble on the streets of Orgrimmar, uh trying to look after himself and his uh, and his sister. Uh, he actually had an idea on the show, which I almost hesitate to talk about now. Ben uh, and, and I, th- I think he dropped it, but he was actually talking about uh, as as an idea to help orphans and help city dwellers. Uh, who you know want to get a little bit of a workout about orphanages renting out orphans for a half an hour, an hour or whatever, so that people who work in the city would like carry orphans around. It would let the orphans get it. This was Rizak's idea, by the yes. way, completely. I,
1: I actually remember him mentioning it and... I, I very nearly messaged um, sent a message to your show about this idea, but um I decided to cool cool myself down before I I did that and
0: luckily he changed his mind before I could do so. Okay, so that answers my question about you know because Velmick nearly left the show completely. Velmick walked off, you know, he walked away. He wouldn't have any part of the conversation. I was horrified too, but I, I I'm not an orphan. I don't have a way to really assess. So you're saying, as an orphan yourself and as someone who who actively goes out and l- looks after orphans, that this is a bad bad idea?
1: Yes. Um, it it brings to mind something. It's a little bit of a bugbear for me, but um children's week yes this celebration we have where once one week of a year everyone takes an orphan out to explore the world why are we not doing that every day of the year why does it have to be one week of the year some of these orphans only get to see the world for a day or two a year surely we should be embracing these children showing them the world all of the time I I believe, uh, in a slight weird analogy, an orphan is for life, not just for Wintersvale. Sometimes (laughs) people use Children's Week to make themselves feel better. Oh, I've looked after an orphan this week. Look after an orphan all the time. These poor children are starved for attention sometimes. And as an orphan myself, it's, it's often quite sad to see these poor children's faces as they're taken back to the orphanage at the end of children's week. And that's the last they really see of anybody apart from the people in the orphanage for quite some time.
0: Well, you know what, that is a powerful message. And I hope that, I hope that gets out there. And that is, and that's, that's a big part of the reason I wanted to talk about that uh, because, it, you know, of course, knowing Velmek and Dowlin and what they did for little Alice and Professor Talib and I actually did. I'm actually kind of feeling kind of bad about it now. Professor Talib and I have participated in Orphans Week a couple of times, and uh, now maybe I'm thinking it's something we should do do a little more frequently.
1: But I'm sure though the children you looked after in those weeks were very well catered for.
0: You know what? We enjoyed it, and uh, I think, uh, honestly, professor tulip and I got more out of it than the child did but you know the, the the children did very much seem to enjoy it well i'm so glad that that is something that you and your your group are actively out there doing and we we've been talking about Velmik and and his family uh briefly now you you mentioned to me that uh, and you mentioned here in the course of this conversation uh with peacetime now uh you you, you know you don't have quite as much to do and you can take a little bit of time off uh and you you mentioned that velmic has sort of opened up the world a little bit for you i'm assuming you're talking about his uh his in reviews uh is, I, I
1: do enjoy a good um drink of, of one kind or another and the food of course
0: ah is there any now? Of course, you, I'm delighted you came here to Half Hill and, and we talked about your reasons. Any other particular place, places that you are fond of that you want to talk about?
1: Well, I, I will be honest, coming to Half Hill wasn't just about the produce. You do have a rather fine brewery just down the road that I hope yes, to we visit. Do. Um,
0: one of our um, sponsors, Stormstout Brewery. Absolutely. Yes, I, I was
1: hoping maybe to have a discussion with them of, um, opening up some trade routes
0: um
1: but pandaria itself is a beautiful beautiful place um unfortunately with everything that's been going on most of the time when i visit an area it's normally because there's conflict taking place um i still feel the need of, i should be apologizing that the alliance may have led to some of the problems you had within pandaria when we arrived um yes I, I, still find myself apologizing for that, even though I wasn't there, but, um, but now of all the places I've seen, everywhere's got its own beauty. If you like cold areas and snow, Northrend, if you love beautiful scenery, half hill, I mean, it's absolutely amazing though. Like you do seem to have a bit of problem with bugs to the onto your Western side. I'm I'm, I'm not too (sighs) sure about them. I'm sure they're very friendly. No, said,
0: no, they're, no, they're, they're not, not actually right. at all. I, I, not, I, I'm not, not, I'm not at, at all. With them. Um,
1: I like to try and see the beauty everywhere I go. Um, whether it's the beautiful scenery, the beautiful food and drink that's involved. And I, I will admit I am not opposed to the beautiful of the people of the area as well. Um, really? Especially the ladies, but um, <clears throat> where was I? Yes, um, there are some places I love. I my greatest regret is, unfortunately, the loss of Darnassus. It was a most beautiful city. Mm. It's um, that, you, uh, too good now.
0: Now, uh, were you uh, obviously the entire all, all of Azeroth was horrified and uh deeply deeply affected by what happened there did it directly affect you in any way other than other than the same as how it affected everyone
1: yes um it did cause one slight problem for us because the whole of my group wanted to rush to darnassus to help especially with the children but unfortunately half of us being made up of members of the horde we decided it may not be appropriate for them to rush in in case they thought Um. an invasion force was coming. So So the few of us from the Alliance, we rushed there as soon as we could. And the devastation was terrible. I had the pleasure of being there before it happened. And they were so full of life there. And just seeing burnt houses people crying outside what was left of their homes and rather unfortunately children crying for those that lost looking for family members it struck quite a nerve with me especially having lost my parents to a disaster for want of a better word in Nobrigan I was now seeing night elf children going through the same thing even in theirs was through war or to be honest, I'd almost call it terrorism from Sylvanus. This one, because there was no benefit from what she was doing that I can see. These poor children. I, it hit me quite hard, and I, I must admit it. I had to take some time for myself after that because it reminded me too much of what had happened to me.
0: Well, uh, it it. It is definitely an incident that will mark a generation and will live on in the minds of uh, all peace-loving people, uh, peace-loving races and, and people in Azeroth. And thank goodness, it, it, it at least today, we seem to be at peace, which, uh, which is wonderful, which means yes. somebody like you came to the Lazy Turnip and... And I, and I've gotten to know you and the listeners have gotten to know you. Now, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to let you get away with something here. Uh, you, you, you say you don't want to talk about it, but you've mentioned it a couple of times. I uh, think I know where this is going. <laughs> your romantic adventures, if you will. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, Yes, uh, you are. You are a gentle gnome, and I will not ask for any kind of sordid details. But your—it sounds like your travels take you far and wide. Uh, it, it, it tell us what that's like. I mean, do you have, as sometimes they say about pirates and sailors, someone in every port, or are you? Just, I, 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 I want to know more. I want to know more. You're a handsome fellow, uh, and uh, you've got a resonant voice. And I would imagine you're, you know,
1: I believe the I believe the word would be irresistible. I believe though, um, cute <laughs> often gets said, which I, I I try not to go for the cute word. Um, having a girl come up to you, pat you on the head, and say, "Aren't you cute?" It, it, it kind of dulls the ardor a little bit at that point um suffice it to say that during my ambassadorial missions sometimes you find yourself not getting anywhere with the diplomacy and the discussions so sometimes using a different tact maybe um i'm a jewel crafter by the way by trade and i often find that maybe presenting some jewellery to the wife or daughter of the person you're trying to make a deal with can help sweeten the deal a bit, they put in a good word for you. Sometimes this has led to more personal interaction with the um, lady in question. Um, I see. As I said, a gentleman doesn't give too many details, but let us just say that... I've had to leave some places very quickly when my interactions were discovered. (laughs) Luckily, my my abilities to run the roofs has come into use quite regularly. Um, You don't have to run out the front door past somebody when you can jump out of a window and run across the roof. So it has led to... Many a situation where rumours of a half-naked gnome running across the rooftops <laughs> of Stormwind have come into mind. It wasn't me, of course. Um, I, I hate to add. Um, uh, purely rumours and speculation. Um, <laughs> but it has led to some interesting situations. Um, I have got to know members of many races, shall we say. Um, I do have a particular fondness um, for the Dreni ladies um personal taste and all that um but i'm more than happy to talk to ladies of any race particularly though so mm-hmm. in some races you can't always tell which are the males and which are the females oh, you have to be okay. very careful in that situation
0: okay wow okay you know what that was That was great, and especially the image of a uh, half-naked gnome running across rooftops. I think that paints the picture, uh, not that I was necessarily looking for, but uh, yeah, I I think we all get a pretty good sense now. Is is there anybody, not to put you on the spot here, is there anyone special in your life right now?
1: There is one particular lady very special in my life, but not in the way you are probably thinking. Uh, um this is actually a young human female um uh-huh. i was led to i was in boralis recently and mm-hmm. um someone tried to pickpocket me <laughs> luckily, really luckily i have fake purses on me and on chasing down the pickpocket found out it was a young girl um turned out she was being forced to rob on the streets by someone that everyone thought was actually being quite the gentleman and taking all of these children into his manor house. It turned out he was doing what we colloquially called a fagin, where he was basically forcing children to rob for him. It has Really? Been, the situation has been resolved. Um, unfortunately, the gentleman had a severe case of indigestion after eating something he shouldn't and um, didn't wake up. I, <laughs> I I don't go into too many details, I'm not too sure about. But it left his manor house empty, apart from the children. So I petitioned Lady Proudmore, and I've taken over the manor house as a quarter for my friends. But also I look after the children, and I've grown quite close to the young girl that pickpocketed me. Her name is Greta. And it's strange to say she almost feels like a daughter to me. She. Wow. And so, yes, there is a special lady in my life, but not in a romantic sense. It's more in a,
0: in a paternal case. And that is. yes, that is yes. absolutely. That is absolutely wonderful. Yes. Um, hey, Tosh. Tosh, Hey, Tosh, I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm late. I, 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 I lost track of time this morning. Velmic. Velmic, you know, I I actually I didn't get word to you, Velmic. First of all, Velmic, this is Cassandra. Velmic, we we have been talking about you. Oh, hey, uh, Cassandra, how how are you? Uh, Tosh, what's going on? Is there not the regular show today? No, Velmic, there there wasn't. I'm sorry. I thought I got you a note. Cassandra, I'm I'm interviewing Cassandra. Velmic, we've been talking a lot about <clears throat> about orphans and the plight of orphans, and uh, your name has come up. As a matter of fact, yours and Dowlin's and, and Alice's name has come up quite a bit. Apparently, this is something that Cassandra is very concerned about and actively involved with. Oh, really? That's that's wonderful, Cassandra. Very, very nice to meet you. And and you, good sir.
1: Good, I, I I would stand up, but you probably wouldn't notice the difference.
0: Um, <laughs> I, so, um, so you are, you help, uh, you know, uh, uh and my wife and I, we, we adopted little human girl from orphanage in Stormwind is, uh, are you involved with Matron Nightingale in some way on Stormwind? Uh,
1: before, um, master Tosh maybe gets the wrong idea from what you've just suggested. Um, Lady, Mistress Nightingale is a business acquaintance of mine. Um, I visit various orphanages around Azeroth and help with financing and supplies and making sure the children are well cared for.
0: Oh, this is very, very nice. You know, we, we, like I say, we adopt Alice from uh, uh, Maitre Nightingale in Stormwind. And it's, it's very, very nice that you are uh, involved with this. Dao Lin, my wife, is, you know, she is war orphan too. And so we both feel it's the right thing to do to help look after war orphans.
1: Yes, there are many orphans now, of course, which is unfortunate. I have been following your tale, of course, through Master Tosh Mifune's, um episodes. So I was already aware of what you have done. And it is admirable that you have looked at taken this small girl into your home so openly. I am proud. Oh, see-
0: shit. Uh, she makes our life so happy. It's, uh, it's very nice. It's very nice to uh, be. We had instant family. You know, we, we, we get married and adopt Alice pretty much on the same day.
1: Having heard your tales of her, I can tell how proud you are of her. And it is indeed good to see such a happy story coming through.
0: Oh, well, you know, like any little girl, you know, it's most of time she is absolute delight. Other times when she wants a new pet or decides she's going to go off and do something, uh, you know, she can drive father a little crazy. But, that, you know, that's that's normal and family. Daddy children. So, so, listen, I'm sorry to interrupt interview. Like I said, I lost track of time. I thought it was a regular show today. Uh, Cassandra, very, very nice to meet you. Tosh. Next time, make sure I get not, okay? Because this this was a little awkward. No, it's it's no problem, really, honest. I, I'm actually kind of glad you walked in. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, Dionys, Aka, Cassandra, very nice to meet you. Thank you for the work you are doing with orphans.
1: It was indeed my pleasure to meet you, good sir. Okay. Tosh,
0: Tosh, i see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, well that that was amazing. I, I I really thought I had gotten him a a note, and I I apologize for breaking in on your time there, Cassandra. Oh,
1: please do not
0: apologize.
1: It, it was nice to get to talk to him about what about Alice. Quite fortuitous.
0: We didn't talk about the in reviews, ah. Oh. <laughs> so, I, and I've completely lost track of of where we were. So uh, I think we talked about the, how you're following the in reviews. Uh, And it's taking you to places and uh, other places that you've, uh, uh, you're using it for sort of recommendations. You know, (laughs) I I have to ask this, Um, uh, Velmic, as I recall, uh, apparently there's an inn in uh, Mechagon that, Velmic didn't think very much of. Are, are you aware of it? Do you, do you know which one I'm talking about? I have
1: about? been there, and really, to call it an inn is probably a probably the loosest sense of the term, really. It mostly <laughs> involves a, 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 an opening area where you can buy drink. and um, I've not even seen any rooms to rent there, personally, but I suppose due to their situation, it's more of a, a place of rest. You sit for a while, after all, they, their current situation isn't really akin for tourism, really. Um, it is more of a war front, more than anything else.
0: So even by gnomish standards, it's not... It, 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 you would agree with Velmec's review on that? They,
1: they do well with what they have. I they um, think of it more as a supply depot more than a, an inn or a tavern. They, they, they don't know. Very welcoming. Very welcoming. Um, but hopefully now that the situation's being resolved and, well, our, our, my own beloved ruler is now been almost asked to run Mechagon, um, hopefully now they can get back to the opening up the place for people to visit and maybe more welcoming and more of a, a tavern maybe opened more suitable for its needs.
0: Well, if they do, I'm sure Velmek and and his cousin Demesis and her partner uh, Tilly will be some of the first to get out there and review it, and and just hopefully to give we'll him
1: fair warning. The gnomes there do have a habit of trying to convince you to change your body parts a little bit. Um, they've they've openly become part of the alliance now, and they're even helping with gnome rigon. But they do keep looking at you and saying, "Would you like a new arm or perhaps a new leg?" It, it can be just a bit at times.
0: Listen, Rizak has a whole this whole business idea. I don't know whether he has completely dropped it or not, but he has this business idea of somehow connecting the the mechanomes with uh, the the forsaken and selling mechanical body parts. I don't know; it's very complicated. I I, I don't. It, it's going to go about as well as every business idea Rizak ever has. Uh, <laughs> his
1: successes don't seem very well
0: do they yeah poor guy he just he just tries all the time and you know uh, and a good hearted guy would never cheat anybody out of anything but he's just always looking for that next big score i mean right now we're dealing with the whole thing with keen bean kaffa I, I don't even want to go into it it's just it's just too complicated
1: from what i have met of the few gnomes i have managed to deal with which isn't always that successful it does seem to be a common thing with the gnome, the goblins, that they they seem to think that your popularity is related to how much gold you have, rather than your
0: personality. Yeah, you, you know, and look, I I think the world of Rizak, I love him to death. Uh, he makes me a little crazy sometimes, but like I said, he's basically a good-hearted goblin. Uh, like I said, I I don't think he would ever cheat anybody. He he might try to get the better of a deal, uh, but you know, it, yeah, I, we've had basically the the same experience. So, Cassandra pieces here. Uh, you are looking after orphans. You are out there uh, actively trying to help restore your home of Nomuragan, which I believe, dear friend of the show, Frasley Sparksman would be absolutely thrilled is going to be absolutely thrilled to hear about. Um, and of course your active uh, active role in looking after the lingering and ongoing problem of war orphans. So but peace is here uh, and you've been uh, you've been able to travel and see the world what next for cassandra
1: well my my time is split um, with peace here as i'm not as needed in a more of a battlefront side of things there are still pockets out there of war but hopefully not as major and as we've had recently so it's given me more time to as i said spend time with my friends um i now have an orphanage of my own for want of a better word the one that i told you about where we're trying to educate the children and it's also a good chance for me by having the horde members of my little watcher group visit that it's showing that the the children that the horde are not bad that they are just as human for want of a better word as they are and hopefully by showing the children that the Horde can be noble and they can be friendly that hopefully that might bring up a generation that don't see the Horde as the bad guys and that they are trying to keep the peace alive we are trying to organise maybe some visits from some of the Horde orphanages to maybe day trips bring the children so the children can get to know each other and maybe play and organize things, little, little get togethers like that. So hopefully start a new generation where old rivalries are forgotten and friendship is the core rather than enmity.
0: And that is my great wish anyway. You know what? And I don't know that there is any better topic or subject to follow up. I think that is a tremendous note to land on uh, that 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 is your hope for Azeroth is ultimate peace between the Horde and the Alliance. And I think with that uh, Cassandra, it has been an absolute delight. Our time together has absolutely flown by. Thank you so much. Uh, I want to ask one last thing of you, of course, uh, We have uh, we have a little saying that goes uh, on uh, around here at the Half Hill Report, and it's uh, it's make your own turnip, and it actually originates from a wonderful guest on the show, Thunk the Peon, and uh, it, you know it means different things to different people, but for me, it means make your own turnip means you know, control your own destiny, do what you love, uh, go out and, and create your own joy and, uh, as I said, you know, make make your own destiny. Um, I would like to invite you to share what you think make your own turnip means to you and then ask you to invite our listeners to make their own turnip.
1: It'd be my pleasure, good sir. To me... Peace should be what we are aiming for. Open your arms. Embrace, though not always easy when you're a gnome and there's a tall one in front of you. <laughs> embrace people of all races. See beyond what the war has made you think of somebody. Because they may have been forced into the war as much as you were. You may not agree to it, but you fought side by side. They were the same let us try to make peace make friends open up our beloved planet to people of all races and make this a place of joy for the children of the future i ask you to join me and make your own turnip
0: I couldn't have said it any better myself. Cassandra, thank you again. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And free Pandaria, everyone. Be seeing you. Thank you for listening to this special edition of the Half-Hill Report. The opinions expressed herein are those of the guests and are not endorsed by the Half-Hill Report or Half-Hill Agricultural College. The Half-Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half-Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. Hi there, folks. Professor Talib and I want to extend our sincerest thanks to Banian for his wonderful portrayal of Kasunda on the show today. You can find Banian on Twitter at banian you can find him on the reckoning guild on the moonglade eu server and of course you can hear both banian and Cassandra almost every week through his always entertaining listener contributions to the wonderful podcast girls gone wow and you can find him on the girls gone wow discord server thanks again we'll be back again next week with a regular show You can find us on Twitter at Report, or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.
1: This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.